Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. Before my great chat with my guest, who is the smart and motivated CEO and founder of Vistendo, Isabel Gutierrez, I want to first thank my sponsor, HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. To organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. Please visit my website and my other advertisers. My website concussiondoc.com. And please subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcast. You can follow me on social media at Concussion Talk. So it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, and if you're in St. John's area, please uh, join us. The the Newfoundland Labrador Brain Newfoundland Labrador Brain Injury Association on June third at Byron Park by collecting donations to pledge support for the the association. And for raise, help raise brain awareness. So that's June 3rd at Brian Park. So please join us. Thank you. And now here's my interview with Isabel Gutierrez. Okay, welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast, episode 155. And I'm talking to Isabel, Gut- Isabel Gutierrez. Make sure I'm not staffed correctly, but I didn't am. And I didn't ask her beforehand, even though we talked. Basically, beforehand, but Isabel Gutierrez is correct. And, uh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, she's yet a very interesting story, but, uh, I guess first off, tell us what, uh, she's the CEO of Vistendo, who is a concussion product and Brian Diagnostic Tool. So, uh, can you tell us more about that, about, about, about Vistendo, the company you founded? Yeah, sure. So, Vistendo is really focused on ending, uh, human suffering. And what we mean by that is is physical, mental, and emotional suffering. Uh, you know, we first started with concussions because, uh, you know, personally, my sister suffered from one. And, you know, there's over 4 million youth athletes that get a concussion each year and really risk permanent brain damage due to delayed or 
yeah. lack of diagnosis. So what we're doing here at Vicendo is a um, couple things, but uh, the one focused on concussion is we've created uh, a patent pending uh, device that integrates current hospital approved concussion tests into a portable device for athletes to use. So it runs three objective tests. Uh, we have pupil pupilometry. So you're, we're checking your pupil size and your reaction to light and ocular motor, how your eyes are moving um, in <clears throat> accordance to different lights and then vestibular ocular reflex, uh, which measures how eyes move when the head is moved. And so all of this together uh, can uh, has been around since at least the 1960s. And what we're doing is we're combining it all into a portable device so that you can use it on the field. Wow, that sounds good. And you are, is that, that's very expensive because I've talked to uh, someone who does it, the virtual reality. Is it, is, it, is it virtual reality? Is that, is that part of it or is that just part of your own like device there? Is it, is it? Yeah, so it's very similar uh, to what a virtual rea reality headset looks like. Okay. Um, uh, and then we use our own um, yeah. types of electronics to do Pandit. that. Cool. So uh, here, I was just as I was saying to you beforehand that uh, I uh, that I I read your story on LinkedIn and uh, your story is is just remarkable. So uh, tell us about because you say you mentioned it. Asked your friend if you had any concussions. You said you did not do no, which means who knows what it means. But we, sorry, nothing major you've noticed. And uh, but your sister has. Or, sorry, sorry, you were going to say something. So uh, no, no, yeah, no, go ahead. Okay, your sister has had several or one big one or like, and I, and I, I forget the exact, the exact, if it was several or just one and she was really, really affected by the symptoms. So do you tell us more about your sister and your, and your very extensive, yet very short background? Yeah, so I grew up playing soccer. I uh, come from a family um, whose soccer was a huge part of our life. I played for over 10 years, you know, headed the ball a lot Yeah. that I know of. I have no concussions, but um, wouldn't be surprised if I do. Exactly. And, uh, you know, my sister followed my same path. She played soccer for many years as well. Uh, when I was in college, I was at one of her games where, uh, you know, she turned around and got hit right on the back of the head, uh, oh, yeah. right where the neck meets the head. Wow. She went down was down for about 30 seconds. She got back up and kind of walked out. Uh, she doesn't remember. Uh, uh, so we're pretty sure she fell unconscious, but she never stayed down for that long enough uh, for people to really worry about it. So uh, she walked off and that was pretty much it. Uh, you know, up until that point, we knew concussions happened. It was kind yeah. of part of the game, but it was never a huge, huge problem. It was never a huge thing. It was kind of, you know, the equivalent of spraining your ankle. And, uh, you know, she went on with her life. I went on with my life for about a couple of weeks. Uh, she complained about, you know, her head hurting. She couldn't focus at school. And her symptoms just got worse and worse until a couple of weeks later, we finally took her to the doctor. And that's when she they told us that she had suffered from a pretty bad concussion. Wow. So, uh, and you you were doing engineering at Cal Poly, Cal Poly Pomona at the time? 
yeah, so at that time I was uh, studying mechanical engineering at Cal Poly Pomona. I wasn't really involved in that many sports, playing more intramural sports. And I was also working as a certified first responder at our university gym, kind of seeing the other side of the injuries and getting to treat that. And that's when uh, my sister suffered from her concussion. Um, I think up until that point, we never really took it seriously. Um, And after she got diagnosed, I think that's when uh, I started to really understand how serious a concussion could be, especially uh, when it goes undiagnosed and untreated uh, for that long. Yeah, I mean, I never took brain injury concussions there until I had one. So it's unfortunately, and then mine, of course, I was back in 03, so it's a while ago now. But but just to go share that a lot of times you just, just people just don't think about things that have happened to them or to their families when they sort of close to. But um, what do you then? Then when you found out she had a concussion, you were you I mean, you just were you doing it during your in your second year, or first year? At that point, I was uh, finishing my second year. And you decided that you wanted to do more research in this or do more work and or want to work in this. Can you explain how that evolved? Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, at that point, uh, was finally under kind of my first intro to the medical world. Up until that point, I had never shown any interest in it. Uh, you know, I was studying mechanical engineering. Those fields don't tend to overlap yeah. that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I re- started to really realize at that point how difficult it is to express or even diagnose an injury that's all internal. It's very easy when you're bleeding out or when you have a broken bone, but when everything's internal and you're relying yeah. on the person to really let you know how serious it is, yeah. it's very difficult. It's and it. as an athlete, you know, you're pretty much in the mindset of you're going to go until you literally can't walk yeah. um, because you, you know, your competitive side takes over. You're in a game. There are yeah. situations where, you know, you just kind of push through the pain and it's really difficult to know really the difference between soreness and an injury. Um, and, you know, when everything's internal, like a, like a concussion, it's even more difficult to really express how serious it's affecting you. And it's all kind of reliant on you expressing that and, and people believing what you're saying and not dismissing it. So, um, that's when I really started to understand the difficulty and that, uh, you know, there was nothing really there to help, uh, especially youth athletes who are really, you're starting out playing just to be healthy and have fun. Yeah. You may or may not go professional. Most of the time you aren't. Yeah. Um, and getting such a serious injury so early on can really have lifelong yeah. effects um, and affect you in all parts of your life. So um, it actually took me about uh let's say one year and a half uh, before I decided to really do something about it. Um, And I decided, I started to research. Uh, I read any paper that I could on concussions and uh, concussions in sports and what was being done in in this field to help uh, detect it uh, because it is one of the most difficult injuries to detect um, because you're relying on, on all subjective uh, symptoms and, and that's really hard to quantify and um, I started to read more about it and decided 
to do something about it and um, create some sort of technology that could help because I noticed that there really wasn't any sort of technology available uh, to the consumer market um, that could help in these situations. You know, athletic trainers uh, aren't equipped with any sort of technology for this. So I decided to to make my own and that's kind of where my path started and the more I read about it and the more people I talked to I realized that this was a huge thing that needed to be solved and I needed to help in any way that I could. So you knew that just your mechanical engineering background lent itself to developing these devices did you have to learn about like the obviously the science of it the medical side like the the pupil areas how your eyes work or would you object to have been a Double separate degree, almost. Yeah. So, yeah, the engineering definitely helped me on the tech side. Yeah. Um, but uh, because I was studying mechanical engineering, I had to learn a lot of electrical engineering, software engineering, yeah. a lot of programming. Um, and I knew nothing about the medical field. I think yeah. I took one biology class and one okay. chemistry class, and that was it. Um, so I, yeah, that's where I really had to dive deep. I started to, um study as much as I could I I picked up the MCAP books trying to understand you know how the brain works and how everything's connected and to really understand what is happening internally and and how can we detect that so yeah I had to study a lot on the medical side uh, because I was really really lacking on that and I continue to learn because it's it's not something that I majored in or have any sort of background in so it's definitely been a big learning curve for me if you've hired the right people who do know some stuff about the like the biology behind it, the chemistry behind it, I know like I know because when I did, I developed a degree in my undergrad, and I know that's how that helped me just doing physio, just to recognize that oh yeah, this muscle, this was the here, and this muscle does this, and probably why, and I have some general idea of why we do that. So, and that's just undergrad degree, so I know like I'm sure you're doing a engineering degree which i have a lot of friends have done done the engineering degree as well so and they know that there's a lot of like a lot of different components and i know she have a friend here who had clear brain injury who was now a physio but wasn't a chemical engineer and did do wasn't a science a health company in ohio when she was when she was brain injured she was doing uh as a chemical engineer but she was doing like working on pacemakers or something like that, or like uh really a defib, but how the blending the two. And so you're kind of doing that, you're kind of blending the blending mechanical engineering with or analogy or computer with uh, with stay and chemical with uh or both uh, geez, but I meant biological anyway, blah blah keep going on with this, but uh yeah, they combine these two those two those two technologies or two just areas of study into one and also you had to get a business sort of business sense of where this thing may be needed and why and so could you explain how like about how do I explain talk about how the business end came into like the, the, the business end because it's obviously about concussions but like how it became apparent to you that there was a need and people are willing to just do to spend money to do to do work in this area. So yeah so yeah, that's a great question. I think um, along with the medical side, I also had to understand if this was really a need and what 
people out there actually needed. I wasn't going to create something that, um, you know, had been done before or wasn't needed at all. And so yeah. uh, along with studying all on the medical side, I, I really started to talk to as many people as I could uh, that had either gone through a concussion, had played sports, uh, you know, had kids in sports. I talked to a lot of athletic trainers to really understand you know, what was needed, I think, uh, from all these conversations and my own experience, I really started to understand that uh, what was needed was some sort of technology that could help on the objective side. Uh, and, you know, yeah. we have the SCAT-5 where it does a great job of kind of collecting as much as it could. And But talking to a lot of athletes that had gone through concussions, one of the main things was, um, you know, it was hard for them to quantify how serious it was for them and and you know a lot of the time they could try or they tried to get away with faking that they were fine in order to you know go back to play and yeah. uh, you know it's it's difficult especially in the heat of the moment um to take that pause and and, and focus on your future and say you know what i'm not going to return to this game because yeah. Uh, you know, it's difficult, especially with the pressure of the game, the coaches, yeah. the parents and all of that as an athlete, and, and uh, young, you really yeah. want to play. Yeah, young, exactly. You, you think, yeah, you think you're invincible. Yeah. Um, you know, you think that nah, it's fine for now. Nothing can yeah. affect me. Um, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after talking to a lot of athletic trainers that, you know, they told me that um, something that could help them. Um, understand objectively what was going on with that athlete to give them kind of that second um, look at someone would be um, ideal. And so that's where I really started to see, you know, and, and kind of put together what type of product I was going to create um, because I had done all this on the research on the medical side, understanding, you know, what could be done, what sort of tests were being done, yeah. uh, what was kind of the limitation there. Uh, the limitation on the engineering side, of course, on, on the technology side and pushing that limitation and then making sure that, uh, you know, this product was going to be useful. Um, I wanted to create something that was easy to use, portable, could be used in all weather conditions uh, because, you know, as an athlete, yeah. you play rain, mud, everything, yeah. snow, except if it, yeah. the only thing that's going to stop you is lightning. So yeah. it needed to be able to, uh, yeah, to, to kind of, push all these conditions and yeah. um, be there and be quick um, yeah. and need to be fast because, you know, you're in the middle of a game. You need it to, to be very quick and let you know it can't take 30 minutes. It needs to be usable by athletic trainers. So uh, that's where it really started to kind of shape into uh, what was needed and, and what sort of technology I was going to create. So you, you kind of camped out the comp camp at this idea when you were in your fourth year, like last year in engineering. And, uh, yeah. Just admitted they just camp with prototype or how did that work? Did you because Vicendo started like right after you graduated, didn't it? Like, yeah. So I actually was on a five year course. Um, so okay. it was. Uh, I started thinking about doing and doing all my research in my fourth year, um, in like March or something like that of of, of twenty eighteen. Um, and it actually didn't become a concrete thing until um, October 2018, uh, when I actually started the company, wow. founded it. Um, and so I spent about a year, a year and a half um, in school and doing um, the company. And 
our first step was really to create a prototype that we could show what we were saying could actually be done. Um, (laughs) So we spent about a year um, doing that until creating our first prototype and and kind of our proof of concept to show uh, that our technology um, was capable and, and, you know, getting um, interest from different people and, and crafting it to make sure that, um, you know, all the feedback that I had been hearing about was being fused into this uh, prototype. That's, that's impressive. That's fair. So you were still doing, doing obviously tough coursework. I know my friends in engineering did not, it didn't have an easy time going through with their, their courses. I mean, it's rigorous and uh, not the same school, but, you know, same degree. And uh, so I, because you reached out, you reached out to me. First of all, I look back on the, on the, on my, our messages, and the first time was in 2018. So I was just started. So thanks, and I'm, I'm so sorry that I apologize again. That it's been like what five years now since I, almost five years, not quite five years since I've gone back to you. But in that time, you had the Vistendo is now. When did that officially? This when was that officially established? Vistendo as a company. Yeah, so it was established uh, October 2018 is when okay. I officially founded it. Um, and since, yeah, it's been a couple years, which wow. is, is crazy to think. And we've definitely grown and expanded yeah, uh, since then. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, and you, I saw your website, which is distendo.com. I don't want to say that that's wrong, but um, the distendo.com, check it out. And uh, on that page, you mentioned that, you, that you're in several schools. So what... What have been the results in the way who are not schools with leagues, so youth leagues or maybe schools? I can't remember really. So what who are you who are you demonstrating this product with? Who has begun to beta testing this product this product? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, we're, we're doing a couple of things uh, in that sense. Um, <clears throat> we're right now doing a clinical study at Johns Hopkins University with their Brain Injury Outcome Center nice. um, to show, to use our device on neurological patients to show uh, that it that our device is equivalent to the gold standards um, that they use in in their clinics. Uh, so that's what we've been doing in that, which has uh, you know been going fantastic, and you know nice. that's something that we're really excited about. Good. And on top of that, um, you know, um, <clears throat> I think in 2019 uh, we actually won a grant with the U.S. Defense Health Agency to use our device um, on military service members. Uh, because uh, it was very interesting, I learned kind of um, a year and a half in that the military has very similar situations to athletes. Yeah. Um, you know, they need something that's portable, usable on the field. Yeah. Um, obviously, their their field is a little bit more extreme. Um, but yeah. you know, the lightning doesn't matter. Yeah, the lightning. You know, lightning them, on the back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, you know, we started working with them uh, in, you know, that work has expanded into a phase two um, to use to, to really take our device and use it as a TBI assessment for them. Um, so we're doing that as well. And, uh, you know, we will also um, work um, on the kind of the device comes with an app as well to really help um, understand the whole um, as an athlete, not only just the objective side and uh, that's been, uh, you know, being beta tested by Cal Poly Pomona athletes. And, you know, we're making sure that everything that we create um, is usable um, by athlete and athletic trainers and that um, it's something that, um, you know, is constantly being shaped to make sure that what we create is the, is going to help the most. Dude, wow. This is, this is all very impressive. So um, your, your state good job to you, as we've said a million times, you have an engineering degree. So, what have you learned about traumatic brain injury, not just from your sister, from your sister, but I mean, you learned also, do you learn the emotional and the physical and the individual symptoms of it, but also we've learned about the exact, the, the condition itself, the injury itself. We've learned about that, that surprised you or that's remarkable to you. Yeah, I think um, I had a very limited understanding of concussions and, and brain injuries as a whole. Um, I always thought, you know, they affect you a little bit. You get headaches, you know, because you got nailed in the head by a ball or, or by a head. And in a couple of weeks, you're pretty much fine. Um, that was pretty much all I knew about concussions before I started. Um, and then the more I read into it, I think the thing that has impressed or been impressing yeah. shocking to me is the is how deep this injury can go and how severe it can get and, and all of the ways that it can impact you um not only physically but mentally and emotionally as well and it's it's really all hidden um, a lot of the times if, if, if the yeah. brain injuries don't have any physical um side of it and it's only affecting you mm -hmm. mentally and emotionally yeah, you're pretty much battling it alone. And that's very scary for me to think um, that, you know, there's a ton of people out there, um, especially with head with brain injuries that go undiagnosed, just because, yeah. you know, you don't know, yeah. um, you think it's normal that your head hurts, and you start to suffer in things that 
um, you know, whether it's your memory or the way um, you respond to things and you have no idea that it's connected to that brain injury you suffered two weeks ago. Um, And so that's, for me, that's one of the scariest things to think of is that there's a bunch of youth athletes out there suffering silently, uh, not knowing that they suffered a brain injury, um, continuing to play and and putting themselves at risk at at suffering from another head injury or brain injury that's going to affect them um, later on. And I've, I've talked to a lot of athletes that have gone through four or five concussions. Um, and only now when they've, you know, when they're in college or, or past that, are they really starting to understand the impact of all those brain injuries and, and how that's affecting them in their daily life. And I think we have to do something to help and um, I'm trying to help in any way that I can. Well, you're doing a great job. So yeah, cause I, was, I always say like, I had some like so I had my my ranges very severe and just couldn't be overlooked because I was in a coma. So I couldn't really be overlooked, but also I had some major I had some major physical 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 injuries from it. Like my balance is often but I mean if if that wasn't the case, my speech could be like like it is now and and my my balance could be I just, I, I just, I'm kind of lucky that I had such obviously obvious physical deficits from my brain injury that I've been on that deficit, but like deficits compared to where I was physically. Um, but yeah, I just find that so like you're, you're saying, like a lot of people just get hit in the head and it's not not major. It's not if you attend the hospital, they don't like don't get knocked out there. They can walk fine, their balance is fine, but then the, like to the two weeks later, they'll be all tired, or all of a sudden they'll be emotional. About something they normally aren't, and it's remarkable how much, how much, how deep this injury, like you said, as you said, how deep it goes. So, uh, but on your side, uh, do you, this is just kind of personal interest. Uh, do you still play soccer? So, I do for fun. I do yeah. for fun, but I, I also play now uh, beach flag football. Um, beach so flag? Beach flag football, yeah. That's, that's a California <laughs> thing. So, Yes, yes, it's a very California thing. <laughs> so, 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 so what? So, I, well, I guess it just flag. You don't, you don't know, get hit, but you probably do get it inadvertently because there's a lot of these, like how many people, how many people on a field of beach flag? How many people play for a game? Uh, is, is it a league or is it? Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a recreational league. Um, it's called Beach City Sports, and that sounds about, fun. I think it's it's seven on seven. Or well, something like that. Eight on eight. Yeah. That's a lot of opportunity to hit by mistake. But uh, sounds like a lot of fun, though. Do you play this? This totally this has nothing to do with concussion. But do you play on the water's edge or do you play just off on the beach? Yeah. So we, we play just on the beach, uh, okay. just on the sand, uh, which makes it really fun because you can definitely, you know, fall yeah. and it won't hurt as much. Yeah. There's no tackling, but. People get really competitive, but which you see, is always very like, fun. You can't like run into the ocean to avoid people or, or yeah. <laughs> but just like wherever I was in Jamaica Republic with a bunch of guys from our, our our university graduation trip, we played we played like we had like beach football. I think it was full tackle. We were you know young and you know whatever. Yeah, um, we were we were tackling each other, tackling each other into the into the ocean and stuff like that, but. Not deep, obviously, but it was fun. But uh, yeah, so soccer. Do you do you head the long war? Do you advise 
your teammates not to, or do you do anything like that, or do you avoid? I head. I I I avoid heading. I've always um not loved it, so I always I always try and avoid it. Um, and you know, every time I see someone go up for one, I'm I'm breathing deep, yeah. but um. You know, it's part of the game, which makes it a little difficult to advise against it. Yeah. Um, but I think if you can do it safely, it's a bit better. But, yeah. um, you know, because we only play very limited and we don't practice, um, so we're not heading every day like I used to, um, that, that yeah, it's it's definitely difficult. I, I try and avoid it. Um, and every time I see someone go up, especially when two people go up, I'm, I'm kind of holding my breath to see. Do you, do you practice beach live football? I don't. No, that's just games. Yeah, so we, know, we just kind of get together and fun, play though. for fun. Yeah, it's 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 really fun, especially you know I I played sports my whole life, so that's yeah. something that I really really enjoy and, and always try and and have time for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so does, does your sister also play soccer or any other sports? Does she she's not involved in sports? Yeah, so she she still plays. Uh, she still plays soccer sometimes, and she also got into a couple other sports as well. Um, you know, she she's been very lucky and and fortunate to not have suffered any you know real long term um, mm-hmm. injuries with it. But uh, she definitely um, is very wary and and doesn't uh, head the ball or, or you know go in as hard as as she used to anymore. Because yeah. you know, it's not as competitive or. Like it's it's, defi- it's definitely tricky, but she tries yeah. to remember herself that it's yeah. for fun now. So, <laughs> yeah. so what? So what's 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 next for Vistendo and for? Oh, well, we got still get so we get some uh, basic info about your company. So, how many employees do you have, or how many board members or seen you? You've you got a lot of impressive board members or chairs or advisory advisory boards. So. You wanted to mention anything that's or what's coming up and and your board itself if that's or not necessarily your board but like saying what they're anticipating doing or are doing. Yeah, absolutely. So we're we're about ten um, employees now. Uh, you know, we've expanded quite a bit. Uh, you know, our, our partnerships and advisors is always very important to me. Um, bringing in that medical expertise uh, to really understand what's out there. So we've partnered. Uh, not only with Johns Hopkins University, but, uh, you know, doctors from Emory, uh, Stanford, USC. Uh, you know, we work with, of course, both sides experts. Of the, both sides of the country. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we work with experts with the FDA as well, um, you know, making sure, um, you know, we're following all the guidelines there as well. Um, you know, we have engineers from Caltech and Berkeley and all that. So, uh, you know, we try and expand and, and get expertise from every single area that we can uh, to really understand, you know, what what work is being out there. How can we make sure that, you know, our, our technology that we're creating is going to have the biggest help and the biggest impact. And uh, really what's next for us is just, um, you know, finishing up this clinical study and uh, getting our product ready to launch. Um, how is that, that going? How is your clinical study going? Like, how are the results you're getting from even your beta testing? Yeah, it's it's been going very well. Uh, we're getting very good feedback, and um, you know, hopefully, we can wrap that up uh, later this year, if not next year, and um, you know, start to get our product out there in um, twenty twenty at the end of twenty twenty four, early twenty twenty five, possibly. And um, you know, we're also growing out our mobile app side as well. 
um, growing our our um, expertise there to really help um, not only on the device side get the objective side, but really understand subjectively and and have communication flow between the athletic trainer and athletes and parents and coaches uh, to make sure that everyone's up to date on on these injuries and really understand yeah. you know what the athlete is going through yeah. uh, without the athlete uh, having that responsibility, um, which is very difficult for them. So. Uh, you know, we're um, launching that as well. And uh, yeah, just growing and, and yeah. hopefully um, going commercial soon and, and nice. working to make a bigger impact. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, like I know for my, uh, my sponsor, Hitchick Health, who's in Vancouver, um, a lot of like this, like the, uh, the mobile apps, a lot do, I think just by themselves do a lot to increase vigilance among players, among coaches. Parents, any staff, athletic trainers, like any staff living vigilance is something that's hard to really train or to, but it's so important, as you were saying before, that just if you know that, if you don't understand the severity of brain injuries and if they're, if you recognize that they're important, then, then they'll be more likely to, you know, tell the truth, hopefully, tell the truth to your doctors anyway, but, you know. It'll be more like it did not want to hide anything. But um, finally, uh, where where can people find find out more about this? And I'm sure people want to find out more about this and So how do they do that? Yeah, so you can definitely check out our website, uh, thestendo.com, and we're also on LinkedIn and Facebook. And uh, you know, if if we're always looking to talk to as many people as we can that are related to this industry. If, if you've suffered from a concussion or, or, you know, you specialize in this field. So feel free to reach out to us also at our email, which is info at vistendo.com. Great. Well, that, that sounds, that sounds right. Cause I mean, I'm so, I'm so happy that you reached out to me and I eventually returned your message, but, uh, it was a great timing. So, uh, so thank you so much. And, uh, I said as well, please stay, just please stay on that. Say goodbye and to all these fine people listening and watching on YouTube. But uh, so thank you, and I'll see you again in a few weeks or next week. But I'll ask. Yeah. Well, Thanks stay for having me. We'll, thank you. Um, and- Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 